You are listening to Feast Radio, bringing God's love and grace on air. Listen to significant and heartfelt messages you can reflect on and pray about. May this message help prepare you to face challenges, follow your dreams, and open yourself up to God's unlimited blessings. Whenever I see girls and boys selling lanterns on the streets, Whenever I see people giving gifts, exchanging cards, the Christmas is truly in their heart. Tama na yun, tama na. Sa makasabay lang tayo. Andiyan na siya eh. Lumabas na. Happy Bear Months. Unahan mo na yung katabi mo. Merry Christmas. Oh, gabi. Only in the Philippines. Ayan. Unahan na natin. Only in the Philippines. September pa lang. Batian na tayo ng Pasko. Eh, extreme talaga tayo mga Pilipino eh. Sabihin nyo nga, Extreme. Tuturo ako ng Filipino culture. Talagang tayo mahilig nating i-express ng todo-todo. Kaya halimbawa, halimbawa lang to ha, kunwari lang. Halimbawa, natalo tayo sa basketball. Buong, buong bayan, galit, naglulok siya. Lalo na, natalo ulit, natalo ulit, natalo ulit. Tapos biglang nanalo! Wow! Grabe! I'm in a West Philippine Sea! Woo! Joke, joke. Welcome to our grand feast, the PICC Plenary Hall. At maraming maraming salamat po sa kabila ng masungit na panahon na dito kayo. Ah, by the way, to our online viewers, Merry Christmas. Thank you for joining us. At sa inyo pong mga live audience sa pumunta dito. I hope you don't get confused because of our changes of venues. This is a continuing testing of the waters if we can indeed sustain being here at PICC more often. And by the looks of it, partida yan, ha? Uh, may bagyo pa. Thank you. And for the first timers, may mga kausap ako dahil ang aga ko kanina dito. First timers? Raise your hands, please. First timers, welcome. First time you didn't... <laughs> I'm Brother Bo Sanchez. <laughs> the taglish version. Thank you. I hope you don't get disappointed. Brother Bo is out of the country. But uh, I'm sure you came here for the Lord. And uh, I'm just giving the intro. So, Brother Odi. We'll be giving the main talk. Pero ang, ang gusto ko lang sabihin talaga, kahit na mahilig tayong mag-tweak, mga Pilipino, di ba? We, we, uh, we're so creative even in our celebrations. Pero wag lang masyadong lalayo. And we can go further but not far there. Kaya yan ang pag-uusapan natin. I'm gonna invite you to stand. We'll pray our favorite prayer here at the feast. In the name of the Father and of the Son of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All together please. Today I receive all of God's love for me. 
Today I open myself to the unbounded, limitless, overflowing abundance of God's universe. Today I open myself to God's blessings, healing, and miracles. Today I open myself to God's word so I become more like Jesus every day. Today I proclaim that I am God's beloved. I am God's servant. I am God's powerful champion. And because I am blessed, I am blessing the world. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's clap our hands again to the Lord. Again, I'm giving the intro. Very interesting. But please take your seats. And uh, in this intro, oh, by the way, welcome to our continuing series, Dear Prodigals, Lessons and Inspiration from the Book of Deuteronomy. The big message today, come back to the Father's heart. Kaya, sabi ko nga, kahit na September pa lang, ay nagpapasko na tayo, basta't alam lang natin kung ano ang kahulugan. At uh, kahit si Jose Marie mismo nagasabing, huwag tungkol sa akin ang Pasko. Siya kasi inaabangan natin eh. Hindi. Sa pangalan pa lang niya, sinabi na niya eh, pangalan ko pa lang, yun ang inaabangan natin. Si Jose, si Maria, at yung Chan. Y yung nasa Chan ni Maria. Yun ang tunay nating inaantay. Ha? Yun yun. Going back to Jesus. Going back to God's heart. Kasi ito yung second message that we want you to bring home. God is a designer. In fact, every when He creates something, every atom, every cell, every being, uh, every uh, fiber of, of anything that He does is for a purpose. Kaya, pag I teach that in my philosophy classes. Huh? Opo, philosophy teacher po ako dun po sa mga, ngayon lang po ako makikita. No? Uh, tinuturo ko yun eh. Everything uh, is designed for something. Everything is, should, should function according to its end. And most of the problems, if not all of the problems, start when you misuse something. Or if it's a living being, if you don't live according to its purpose. Eh, ang Diyos, very purposeful. Lahat ng ginagawa niya, merong gamit yun. O merong layunin yun. Halimbawa, pakita ko sa inyo, halimbawa, ha? halimbawa, doktor ka. Pagpag-doktor ka, halimbawa, mag-oopera ka. Dapat, may tama kang kasuotan. Hindi ba? Dapat, meron kang... PPE, huh? protective personal equipment. Ayan. Itatama mo yan. Oh. Tamang kasuotan. Lalo na pag surgeon ka. Tama ba ito? Okay. Pasintabi po sa mga doktor dito, ha? Ayan. You, you know why? You just don't protect yourself. You also protect your patient. Ayan. Mayroon kang uh, surgical mask. Tapos, mayroon kang, bilisan mo, hanggang ilang minuto lang tayo dito. Ayan, mausuot mo yan. Okay? Hindi lang ikaw, pati yung tools na gagamitin mo, dapat ayon. Ah, halimbawa, surgeon ka. Sabihin mo, scalpel. Ha? Scalpel. Scalpel. 
Scalpel. Scalpel. Scalpel. Scalpel. Scalpel. Scalpel. Scalpel. Scalpel. Scalpel. Scalpel. Scalpel. Scalpel. Scalpel. Nahuli ito sa National Heroes Day. <laughs> Hindi ganito. Eh, ma ma makukulong tayo niyan eh. Dapat yung, yung uh, hindi threatening. Ah. Tapos yung hindi masyadong masakit. Ito, hindi masyadong masakit to. Yeah. Dapat tama yung tools mo. Kung di ma Ayan. Eh, kay Tora ito ah. Oh, isang palo, tulog. Tapos yan. Alam niyo, pag hindi tama ang ginamit mo, Masisira ang tapwa mo. Pati ikaw masisira. Mal mali yan. Mabuti pa kung... Ito, mas madali. Pag-cook. Pag-cook ka, tapat ulit. Tama ang itsura mo. Cook. Ayan, ha? Ayan. Dapat malinis ka. Ano ba tawag nito? Apron, di ba? Para hindi ka nadudumihan, hindi ka natitilamsikan, at Protektado yung lulutuin mo. Oh, para sa buhok. Hindi na lalagyan ng buhok yung niluluto mo. Maya, may tools ka dapat. May equipment. Ladle. Ladle? Wait lang. Ladle. Ladle. Oh. Huh. Ano to? Label. Ano ba sabi? Ladle. Ah, ladle. Kala ko label. Hindi, sandok yun sa Tagalog. Yung scooper, ni scoop mo. Sandok? Oo. Oh. Meron ako dito. Oh. Laid. Ayan. Oh, sandok. Ang gardening ito eh. Ha? Dapat yung sandok medyo mahaba. Ah. Tapos medyo malaki. Ha? Ha? Kaya gun fist ito eh. Ha? Nagsama dito yung mga sessions. Ha? Buti pa ito ang palitan natin. Ha? Kaya. Ha? Huwag na to, huwag na to. Basta... Ganyan ang nangyayari kapag hindi mo ginamit ng tama ang isang bagay. Ha? Eh, hey, gusto nyo, ibalik na lang natin yung dating yung suot. Anong suot? Ito. Oh. oh, anong kinalaman nito? Ayan. Oh. Merong magic yan. Magic? Oh, Santa Claus. Oh. Lahat ng hilingin nyo matutupad. Kita mo yan. Pati sa pag-unawa na naman ang Pasko, hindi magic ang Pasko. Miracle. At si Jesus ang hinihintay natin. Ha? Kaya siya po talaga ang mali dito eh. Guard, hindi dapat pinapasok ito dito. Ha? So sige, palakpakan na lang po natin, Brother Christian po. Thank you. Ralvin, give me a chance. Ralvin, usapan natin mami. Hindi mo pa niligpit ito mga props mo. Pero alam niyo po, with that little skit, Uulitin ko sa inyo, halos lahat ng mga problema natin, yan ang pinanggagalingan. Hindi mo ginamit ng tama ang isang bagay o ang tao. Kasama ka. If you do not function according to your purpose, that's when you destroy others and you destroy yourself. In fact, you must respect your God-birth design in you. Or you endanger your very existence. Katunayan, palagi tayong may kulang sa ating puso. Pansin niyo and 
fortune, fame, power can never fill that up. You know why? It's only God that can complete you, that can fully satisfy your soul, your being. Bakit? Ask me why? That's our design. Dinisenyo tayo na tayo ay bumalik sa Diyos. Our purpose is to be one with Him forever. That's why, listen to this. Every time we do things that veer us away from God, kakaproblema tayo. But every time we do things that draw us closer to God, dun tayo nagkakaroon ng tunay na kapayapaan, kagalakan, at kahulugan sa ating buhay. Amen? Go back to the Father's heart. We are designed for that. And you know what? This can be fully applied to marriage. Ito pong talk ko, intro po ito sa talagang talk tungkol sa marriage. Sa book ng Deuteronomy. Please welcome Brother Odi Villarasa. Everybody say thank you, Brother Alvin. Who says church can't be fun? Amen. Can I invite everybody to stand up? How many of you believe that we serve and worship not just a loving God, but a happy God, a cheerful God, a fun-loving God? And so we break open His Word today. Oh, did we declare our, our prayer already? Okay. So can I invite everyone? Please give honor and reverence to the Word of God. If you're online, please stand up as well. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Before I open the passage that has been assigned to us today, may I confess something? Is it okay? I had a very difficult time studying our passage for today. Not because I have not experienced this myself, but it's because it's so important that we deliver this because it's such a, a, a valuable topic. The topic for today, just like what bro Brother Alvin said, is about marriage. And just in case you're single, this talk is still for you and you'll find out why later. But we're going to go and travel towards an issue called divorce. And this is a topic that I'm sure people wonder about it's a very controversial topic and if if you if you no, will notice the passage that we're going to read it takes grace to understand this that's why i'm grateful for grace how many of you are grateful for grace i'm not talking about your tita grace or your mommy grace i'm talking about god's grace god's grace that enables us to understand the wisdom of god and my prayer for all of us today is that we would have the grace to learn from god's wisdom today amen in fact just a little recap, loving God. But now we're going to shift gears to a different direction and we're going to talk about Deuteronomy's laws on how they're supposed to relate with each other. And usually this starts with marriage. And so, just a fair warning to all of you. The passage that I'm going to read is not going to inspire you. It will not inspire you. In fact, it will confuse you. To married people, this will make you ask questions. 
but I believe that God's wisdom is going to pour in this place. So let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 24 verse 1, which says that if a man marries a woman who becomes displeasing to him because he finds something indecent, everybody say indecent, something indecent about her and he writes her a certificate of divorce, gives it to her and sends her from his house. Is that inspiring? No. But that's the passage that we're going to study today. And I hope that we're going to lean in on God's Word. Can we all just bow down our heads and, and welcome the presence of God? Lord Jesus, this is Your Word. Heavenly Father, we are limited in the ways of understanding it. But because we know that You can work through this text, we believe that you can take this down to the level of our understanding so that we can find ways and how to apply this in our daily life. There will be people who will be hearing this message, Lord, and it might be difficult for us to hear, but with your grace, there will be wisdom, there will be embrace, and there will be appreciation for this word. Thank you so much for speaking to us. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen. One more time, everybody, let's sing. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Give the Lord a big hand, everybody. Praise Him. Amen. You can take your seats again. So, I'll read it to you one more time in case you didn't catch that. Deuteronomy 24 chapter, or rather chapter 24 verse 1. And Moses says that if a man marries a woman who becomes displeasing to him because he finds something indecent about her, and then he writes her a, divorce, a certificate of divorce, gives it to her and sends her from his house, divorce can happen. You know, if you read this, it's very simple. You don't need a master's in theology. It simply means that a man can divorce his wife with absolutely any reason whatsoever that he finds displeasing about her. Like for instance, she has bad breath, divorce her. She talks too loud that the entire barangay can hear her, divorce her. She takes too long in the shower, divorce her. She watches too much K-drama, my goodness, divorce her. That's what the passage is saying. Anything unpleasing to the man, you can divorce her. This is the problem, my dear friends. You never read an ancient text like this with modern eyes. Because if you do that, you try to make it literal to your position now, it's very dangerous. You can actually commit a sin and then credit that as a command from the Lord. So dangerous. But let me get serious, okay? Relationship problems have been there since the time of, of Moses. I mean, it's not a modern-day invention. It wasn't invented in the 21st century or the 20th century. It's been there since time immemorial. In fact, I'd like to believe that Adam and Eve had relationship problems. In a pirated version of the Bible, it says that when God created the world, God rested afterwards. You know this story, right? It's actually when God created man and then he rested. And then God created woman. And since then, God and man have not rested since. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that joke too much, but that's, that's the pirated version of the Bible. Relationship problems have always been there. In fact, even Jesus had to struggle with this topic. Let me show you. In, 
in Matthew chapter 19, we're going to go to the New Testament now. In Matthew chapter 19, something happens that Jesus and the, and the Pharisees, they have this dialogue about divorce. And it says, walk with me for a little bit. It says that some Pharisees came and tried to trap him, referring to Jesus, with this question. The question was this, should a man be allowed to divorce his wife for just any reason? I want to show you how Jesus responds to this. This is the genius of Jesus. He says, haven't you read the scriptures? Jesus replied. They record that from the beginning, God made them male and female. And he said, this is... <laughs> All right. Come on, keep your hands raised in case anybody's looking. <laughs> so here, listen to this. Listen to this. They believe that during their time, if you were over 20 years old and you were still single, they believed that you were sinning against God. Ask me why. Because you are clearly disobeying the command of the Lord to be fruitful and multiply. I didn't say that. They believed it. Okay? So don't look at me. That's why they regarded marriage as a sacred act. In fact, there were two schools of thought during that time. The school taught by uh, Rabbi Shammai and Rabbi Hillel. Now let me tell you the difference between two of these rabbis. Rabbi Shammai was a little conservative. He taught in his school that divorce could only be possible if the wife committed adultery, if there was unfaithfulness, if there was infidelity. But on the other hand, Rabbi Hillel was a little more radical because they, he subscribed very closely to the concept of the Mosaic law that a husband can divorce his wife for any reason that displeases him. So question, guess who had more fans in his club? Rabbi Hillel, obviously. Right? In fact, they had all of these sayings, this school of thought, they had all of these sayings about what a bad wife is. They said this, that a bad wife, if a husband had a bad wife, they believe this, okay? That any man who had a bad wife will go straight to heaven when he dies. Ask me why. Because he already suffered hell on earth. That's horrible, right? But that's what they believed in. Naalala ko yung kwento ng isang mag-asawa. Sabi nung babae do sa asawa niya, Han! Silver anniversary na natin! 25 years na tayo! Anong regalo mo sa akin? Sabi nung asawa niya, dadaling kita sa Africa. Sabi niya, wow! Ang sweet naman! Sa golden anniversary natin, ano naman regalo mo? Susunduin na kita. <laughs> 25 years iniwan. Divorce was such a hot topic for the Israelites. And let me tell you this, that in the time of Jesus, it was something that they really struggled with. But I want to point out what Jesus said. In fact, the Pharisees were not even done yet. They still attacked Jesus. It says that now they're going historical on Jesus. They say to Jesus, then why did Moses say in the law, now they're pointing to Deuteronomy 24. Why did Moses say in the law that a man could give his wife a written notice of divorce and then send her away? So now they're going historical. They're backtracking to Deuteronomy. Little free marriage advice from all the, to all the married people. If you're married, can you raise your hand? Come on, all the married people. All the happily married people, raise your hand. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> Should you ever, here's my advice. Should you ever go hysterical about any issue or any argument in your marriage? Here's my advice. Never go historical. What do I mean by that? Don't go poking at old wounds. 
Because if you've truly forgiven your spouse, it won't matter anymore because you let past what has happened in the past. Amen? amen. Can I get a married, uh, an amen from all the married people? Amen. amen. Uh, that doesn't sound too convincing. Amen. amen. All right. I want to show you how Jesus answers this. I want you to listen to this, okay? This is the meat of what I want to share with you. This is how Jesus explains this issue to the Pharisees. He says in verse 8, Jesus replied, they asked, what did Moses say in the law? Jesus says, Moses permitted divorce only, everybody say only, only as a concession to your hard hearts, but it was not what God had originally intended. Oh my goodness, I love this. Moses permitted divorce, that much we can get. But he permitted divorce only as a concession. For what? For your hardened heart. So it was like Jesus was saying, there's an idea. When God instituted the sanctimony of marriage, this sacrament, there was a design. And to God, that was the ideal. But here's the thing. How many of you believe we're all imperfect? That we've all fallen short from the grace of God because of sin. God knows that. And because of sin, because of our hardened hearts, we cannot obtain the ideal. So God says, this much I will permit. Now, let me make it so practical. God's heart is for marriage. Say amen. amen. That's the original design. God's heart is for marriage. But here's something you did not know. God's heart is also for those who have messed up in marriage. God's heart is also for those who have been abused because of marriage. God's heart is also for those who have been broken because of a messy relationship. That's why divorce is actually a pastoral solution to a messy situation. So what are we trying to say? Yes, God is for marriage. He's for the unity of two people. What God has put together, let no one separate that. But God realizes that there is sin. And because of sin, sin has hardened the hearts of some people. And if you're listening to this, and you've been abused in that marriage, I pray that this message speaks to you because God's heart is for you. But on the other side of the spectrum, if you were the abuser, I pray that you also listen to this message because the good news is that God's heart is also for you. And God wants to change you. God wants you to repent and to draw to His heart. That's the good news. In fact, the more that I read about this, the more I realize that I do not understand how God loves us. That God would love the person who was abused just as much as He loves the abuser. That doesn't make sense, but such is the mercy and the grace of the God that we worship. Can we clap our hands for this Lord that we worship? So this is good news. Never allow yourself to be separated from your Savior even if you sinned against Him. Because hey, if you are in a bad relationship or in a bad marriage, even if you feel that you're the person who was abused, I want you to know that God loves you, but God also loves the person on the other side and He wants to change that person. So I hope and pray that you're hearing this message. But let me end this way. Marriage is not easy. It's not. In fact, God designed marriage only for mature people. Can you look at the person beside you? Do they look mature? The fact that you're laughing simply means that's your answer. <laughs> 
God designed marriage for mature people. You want to know why I know? It's because marriage in, uh, invites us to commit, to do things that immature people cannot do. That's why, you know, priests, for, for people who are planning to get married, that's the reason why you have to talk to priests. You have seasons and journeys with them. Why? Because the priest wants you to actually think about whether you're ready or not. They want to say, hey, take your time. You don't have to rush into it. Because if you're not ready, the problem is that you might mismanage the sanctity of marriage. Again, God's heart is for marriage. But God's heart is also for those who have messed up in their marriages and who are really looking for a savior. Think about this. You might be mad at the other person because they've hurt you and you might be separated from them already. But there's that tinge of pain. But I want you to think about this for a moment. Just indulge me. That what if this thing that's happening in your life and their life and now that you're separated, what if this is the thing that will actually lead them closer to Christ? So we can see that God can work in all things. Amen? Amen. Even through such a painful thing as that separation. Can we give the Lord a big, big hand? It's not the end of the talk yet because I'm going to welcome back again our preacher and our friend, Brother Alvin Barcelona. Thank you again, Brother Audi. Thank you so much. By the way, I just flew in from Bacola this morning. We had a fantastic grand feast in Bacola. Hundreds of people came. But uh, outside the city, there were still flooded areas. Tulad ngayon, balita ako, malakas ang ulan sa labas. Kaya maraming maraming salamat muli. Nandito po kayong lahat. In fact, dami pa daw pong nasa parking area. So thank you. Marriage. For better or for worse. In sickness or in health. For richer or for poorer. What God has joined together, let no man put asunder. You were just a dream that I once knew. Ang bijoke mo talaga mga tao dito. Simulan ko. Ready for real talk? Of course. Oh, they gave a real talk. <laughs> But let me ask the hard question. What if your marriage failed? And why am I giving this part of the talk? Ask me why. Because I was just in grade four. When my mom and my dad separated in front of us three children. Pinapili pa kami saan kami sasama, sa mommy o sa daddy. You know, something like that happens to you? Well, hopefully it doesn't last forever, but it hits you for a very long time. Tagal na pong wala ang daddy ko. A few years after I graduated in college, he passed away. And my mom just joined the Lord last January. 
Pero yung kanilang paghihiwalay still hits me. Pero kailanman sa naaalala ko, hindi ko sila sinisi. Katunayan, maaga palang pinatawad ko na sila kahit na hindi sila humingi ng tawad. <laughs> Dahil hindi ko naman naunawaan, hindi ko man maunawaan kung bakit sila naghiwalay, pero tanggap ko that there are things beyond our control. Tinago kami nung naghiwalay ang mami at daddy ko eh. Kasi naghiwalay sila at a time na talagang, well, kami produkto ng isang skandalo. In, in the sense na yung daddy ko ay polit, pil, politiko, ang mami ko ay teacher. At uh, you know, those days, I hope until now naman, eh, politicians and teachers should have clean image. Kaya pag naghiwalay, yung mga bata ang may stigma. Nung ako'y umuwi, pinakilala muna akong ampon <laughs> para lang itago yung pangyayari. Ngayon, I'm a teacher. And uh, a big percentage of our students would also come from broken homes. That's why now, more than ever, we should understand this. Especially in the light of our church teachings or in our faith. Ako pa naman, gusto kong pinagagaang yung mabigat. O, kita nyo, parang sama na ng mga tingin nyo sa akin. Kasi alam nyo, sa musikero ako eh. Alam nyo, ang laging pinakahit na mga songs, love songs. Pero alam nyo ba, mas nagihit na love song, yung mga naghiwalay na kanta. Nung medyo bata-bata ako, batang-bata pa talaga ako nito. Sabi ni Imelda Paping, Lunes, nang tayo'y nagkakilala. Abay, isang linggo lang, naghiwalay na. Diba? Diba? Nung, nung linggo, giliw ako'y yung iniwan. Pero putok na putok yun. Diba? Uy, kahit yung mga millennial, mga millennial dito. Ah, sino isa sa pinaka malaking artist niyo? Moira. At anong isa sa pinaka sumikat niya? Pinapaubaya ko na sa kanya. Hindi ko nga iniisip kung pinapaubaya mo na ba doon sa taong pinagpalit ka o pinapaubaya mo na siya kay Lord para kunin na siya sa ginawa sa'yo. Diba? O kahit yung Gen Z, Gen Z ngayon. Yung mga kanta ng mga lola. Siguro hindi kayo makarelate, no? Mga pangalan po ng mga banda yon Kita nyo, yung dalawang sikat ngayon, tungkol, yung isa, sun-kissed lola. Yung paladay basang-basa. Kaya, kaya kinakabahan, kasi naglakad ng dahan-dahan yan, sa pasilyo ng altar sa simbahan. Ikaw at Ikaw, at mga siguro, one thousand times na, Ikaw at ikaw, ikaw at ikaw, ikaw, talagang ikaw at ikaw, oh, forever! Yan yung sunkist lola. Yung isang lola, again, pangalan ng banda yan, ha? Lola Amor. Ay, ang ganda! It's been raining in the nila, ikaw ba nilalamig? 
cool na cool. Ito yung arrangement. Yung pala, yung isang linya dun, I'll be waiting in Manila kahit di ka nababalik. Hugot pala yung kantang yon. Kaya pala yung backup nun eh, di ba? Na kahit ka mag-isang nanginginig. Ang lungkot. Nanginginig ka sa lamig kasi wala nang babalik. Tamang-tama ngayon, nag-uulan pa naman. Things happen. And what is God's last message when things don't happen as they should be? What? The message. Receive my mercy and restoration. Mercy to forgive your sins and restoration to live a new life. Uulitin ko po, produkto po ako na naghiwalay ng magulang, grade 4 pa lang ako. Naging preacher naman ako. Naging school steward pa nga. Naging World Bank consultant pa nga ng Office of the President. Magyayabang pa ako talaga sa inyo. Paakala nyo, pakanta-kanta lang ako dito. Ibig sabihin, ang Diyos, master in drawing out the good from something bad. Hey! We have hope! That's always the last say of the Lord. Everything will work for the... Now, don't get me wrong. Hindi naman natin sinasabing, oh, pwede na, hiwalay na tayo. Baka may maganda namang good na mangyayaki dito. Because God's definition of marriage still is non-negotiable. The Catholic Church, our church, does not have divorce. But its pastoral response to the reality that some marriage, many marriages, fail, is church annulment. We should tell you this. In fact, yung stepfather ko, mas matagal pa sila nagsama nung tatay ko at nung mami ko. They were opting for this church annulment. At uh, pakita nga natin yun. This is the Catholic pastoral response to marriage failure. Meron po tayo niyan. But let me just take important note of this. Annulment is not dissolving a marriage. But confirming that there was no marriage in the first place. But yes, the church provides that. But warning, warning. If marrying someone is complex, annulling a marriage is more complex. If weddings are expensive, annulments are not free. And to make matters worse, because humans oversee the annulment process, it is long and tedious. Pero tignan niyo si Pope Francis. In his Mitis Ludex Dominus Jesus. Moved by pastoral charity, I have decided to reform the process for declaring the nullity of marriage so that it may be quicker, less expensive, and more accessible to the faithful. Gabitong Santo Papa nating ito. He understands. In fact, in response, in 2000, that was 2015. In 2016, our CBCP, 
issued a circular to all the dioceses in the country instructing them to implement the reforms that the Pope wanted. Parang kinig na kinig kayo dito sa annulment. <laughs> Mag-ingat kayo, baka katabi niyo mga asawa niyo. Basta kita, kinig na kinig ka. <laughs> In case you have that situation, you go to your diocese, to your priest, and consult the matter. And you will be given this recourse. Why? Because Jesus sees loss from a different lens. Sa Biblia talagang matigas. Lalong-lalo na galing sa Deuteronomy. At pinalawig pa yan hanggang sa New Testament. Pero again, Ang last word palagi ng Diyos ay mercy and forgiveness. Tignan to, familiar story. John 6, 4-6. Teacher, this woman has been caught in the act of adultery. You know the story? Now in the law, Moses commanded us to stone such women. So what do you say? This they said to test him that they might have some charges to bring against him. Napaka-legalistic. ng mga pariseyo, ng mga hudyo. And they were not exaggerating. Babatuhin talaga nila yon hanggang mamatay, publicly. Dahil nakikiapid. But how did Jesus address this? How did Jesus respond? Jesus saw the law through the lens of Genesis. It has been a recurring theme for us since Holy Week that we go back to the Garden of Eden. We go back to the lens of Genesis. Why? Because Jesus always went back to the Father's heart. Naalala niyo, lagi ko sinasabi, nagsimula lahat yan sa kwento na nagkamali si Adan at si Eva. At anong pinakamalaki nilang kasalanan? Sabi natin, o aral sa atin, sila'y sumuway. Lahat naman tayo talaga sumuway. Pero personal take ko ito. Ang mas malaking kasalanan nila, sumuway sila, pero hindi umamin. Sumuway sila, edi sana humingi na lang ng tawad. Hinahanap sila ng Diyos eh. At ano sabi ko? Sana nung tinanong ng Diyos, Adan, nasan ka? Ano nangyari? Nagturoan! Kinain mo ba yung, yung babae? Binigay mo eh. Kasalanan pa ng Diyos. Binigay siya babae. As yung babae, babae. Yung ahas, yung ahas tinuro. Ay, yung ahas, hindi makaturo. Wala namang kamay. Napagbuntungan sa kanya. Kaya yung gagapang-gapang na lang siya. Eh kung sana, Adan, kinain mo. Sana asa ko niya, Lord. Nagkamali kami. Eva, Lord. Nagkamali ako. Tapos usapan. Hanggang Genesis na lang, wala na pinag-aaral ang libito po, Deuteronomy, Exodus, hanggang... Eksina lang sana ng Bible. Alam na alam natin eh, baka kwento yun, ang aakal noon, pag nagkamali ka at magkakamali tayo, takbo ka sa Diyos. Bakit? Ano response ni Jesus kung babatuhin na yung babae? Let him who is without sin among you be the first to throw a stone at her. May bumato ba kayo mga bamba? Batuin yan, batuin. O sige, kung wala kayong kasalanan, kayo unang bumato. Kaya sila eh. Lalo bas, lalo pagiging ipokreto nila eh. Kaya unti-unting binitawan ng bato. 
At tinanong ni Jesus, Woman, where are they? Walang bumato. Lahat kasi silang makasalanan eh. Pero mayroon doon, walang kasalanan eh. Si Jesus. Kaya kung ako yun, walang bumato kasi lahat sila makasalanan. Ako walang kasalanan, ako babato. <laughs> kung mayroon man doon, may karapatang bumato, di ba siya? Pero siya mismo hindi bumato. Ano sabi niya? Has no one condemned you? No one, she says. And Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you. Go, and from now on, sin no more. Receive God's mercy and restoration. Mercy to forgive your sins and restoration to live a new life. Through his actions, Jesus manifested the Father's heart, forgiving an adulterer, dining with tax collectors, with public sinners, hanggang sa krus, forgiving those who crucified Him. But take note, huh? hindi naman sinasabi ni Jesus na, sige, magkasala na kayo, magkasala na kayo. No, no. Sin has very, very grave consequences. Ano consequence ng kasalanan nating lahat? It caused the life of Jesus. Kaya hindi po magaang ang magkasala. Napako ang anak ng Diyos dahil sa kasalanan. Pero inako niya. Bakit? Para bigyan tayo ng bagong buhay. Receive my mercy. Receive my restoration. Mercy to forgive sins, restoration, restoration to live a new life. Yeah, ako po, ang consolation ko sa aking daddy at mommy na naghiwalay, hindi ako ang huhusga sa kanila o sino man. Kasi bago sila namatay ang daddy ko, magbabalika na sana sila. Kasi namatay na asawa ng mommy ko, babalika na sana sila, ang saya ko. Kaso nung babalika na sila, na-excite siguro yung daddy ko, inatake sa puso, namatay. Pero at least yung intention. And, and the Lord sees your heart. At ang mami ko, ay, bago siya pumanaw. Doon si Father Bob, doon si Father Apao, si Father Albert. Go back to the Lord. Even up to the last minute, the Lord will show you His mercy. Ito lang ang huli kong sasabihin sa inyo. Baka kasi tayo napapagod. Baka kasi tayo Ang kapal na ng mukha ko. Dapa ako ng dapa. Lagi yung pinapakita yun. Ulit-ulit ang mga salanan ko. Atid, kahit ulit ang dapa ka, tayo ka. Tayo ka. Ang mahihap yung maglulublub ka sa pagkatapa mo. Tayo ka. Lakad ka ulit. Lakad. Matatapa na naman ako. Ulit-ulit. Ulit-ulit. Tayo ka lang. Tayo ka lang. Tuloy mo lang. Matatapanan na naman ako, hiyang-hiya na ako. Tuloy ka lang. At sasabihin mo, hiyang-hiya na ako. Walang nangyayari sa buhay ko. Balik-balik lang ako, kapatid. Hindi totoo yun. Bakit? Kanina nandun ako, ngayon dito na ako. Basta huwag ka lang hihinto. Umaandar ka palapit sa Kanya. Let's all stand. In the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I invite you to put your hands close to your hearts. 
And right now, I'm not going to pray for you. I want you to talk to Jesus. To go back to the Father's heart on the first Sunday of the bare months. The most exciting, most anticipated season of the year. It's actually a call for us to go back to God's heart. No matter where you are, no matter your past, go back to Jesus. Come. Let's immerse ourselves in worship of a God, of our God, who gives us second chances, third chances, fourth chances, until we are fully restored to a new life. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Subscribe to Feast Radio and open yourself to God's grace. For more podcasts like these, visit feast.ph slash radio.